Welcome to Take EV, episode 7, where we still make a sound, just in a different key. In today's episode, I'm going to feature an interview with Kate and James. Uh, Kate and James are a, a couple living in the UK. They review all sorts of EVs. Uh, James uh, enjoys himself in uh, racing EVs across the country, competing with other people. And uh, I do highly recommend you visit their YouTube channel if you've never seen it. Just look up uh, Katie and James, or Kate and James, sorry, on YouTube, and you'll find them. So without further ado, Kate and James. Well, I, I do have an issue with punctuality, admit. <laughs> <laughs> I've recorded a conversation with them over Skype, and it's just my side of the recording, I'm afraid. So the audio quality is not as great as it used to be in previous episodes, but bear with us. Uh, it's still a great interview. Please listen to it and uh, let me know what you think. Kate and James, welcome to Take It EV. Um, we talk where we talk about you know all things EV, obviously. Um, so my usual starter question. For the guests, is the uh, you know how did you guys get uh, got into EVs? What was the sort of inception? Uh, presumably, you guys didn't drive EVs all all the time. Well, I I actually had a Clio one eight two, which was a two liter petrol car, and um, James came into my life and then persuaded me that I needed to buy an electric car, basically. And our first car then was a, a Nissan Leaf. James had quite a big passion for electric cars when I first met him, and he. Uh, did a lot of persuasion yeah. and so we ended up getting the leaf and then we did very quickly we did quite a big road trip in our in our nissan leaf and came gained our confidence in electric vehicles and it really just went from there didn't it yeah it did so um also uh, jonathan porterfield yes was instrumental in that we borrowed a leaf from him that was our first real experience and um we tested it and we decided from that moment that a leaf was the way to go and back then uh, the car we tested was a Japanese version, so it was quite poor in yeah. in relation to what you can get now. I mean, if you compare yeah. it to your 30 kilowatt Leaf, it's, it's quite a low range car. So, um, so it was a th- 2011 uh, 24 kilowatt hour Leaf. It, it was, yeah, it was with a very cream interior. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was great. We loved it. We well, I think we did 300 miles in it, didn't we? Yeah, we borrowed it for a test drive and we did 300 miles, so, which I think yeah. was a bit of a shock when we handed it back. But John wasn't bothered. He was happy no. that he just, you know, we got had a good experience and we ended up buying a Leaf. So yeah, it worked. And that's it. We we ended up at, for £28,000 as well. So it was outrageously priced. But uh, yeah, we we got it from a Nissan May dealer and, and then that was it. There was no way back. It became yeah. It became our only car as well. So we had one car and it was it was a Nissan Leaf. Mm. So yeah. That sounds very much like my own story, except that the uh that mine was thirty kilowatt hour or is thirty kilowatt hour leaf. I bought yeah. it brand new as well. And because for better or worse, I, I, I believe that, you know, when somebody it's just a business thing, when somebody tells me that this is the price, I don't yeah. I don't question it. Like, you know, I can mm. either take it or leave it. So when yeah. when I went to the garage and I got my own car and they told me it's twenty whatever eight grand it was as well that was that like nobody told me that you can go to nissan and actually get a cheaper price yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i've learned obviously since but yeah the, uh, <laughs> um 
Okay, uh, so the, uh, the so you got the the twenty four kilowatt Nissan Leaf. You, mm. you did a three hundred mile round trip. Uh, was it very how 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 long time ago was it? Oh, it would have been two thousand and thirteen. Two thousand and thirteen. So yeah. so the yeah. whole electric highway thing wasn't up to scratch yet, was it? No, I mean the three hundred mile one wasn't too bad. We did a um, we drove from Hinkley up to Strathy to John O'Groats. That was the, the the test, and yeah, the 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 infrastructure wasn't great then. So we did have a few hairy moments, didn't we? Yeah. We hit turtle mode a couple of times, and we actually we went past turtle mode and ended up with no miles whatsoever, and we just had to coast into a service station, and we managed it with about that much room. Yeah. And it was it was it was pure luck. Yeah. So yeah, but the infrastructure was not great, and it's so much better now. I mean, probably double the amount now. Would you say? Yeah, more than that probably. But uh, on that note, is is unreliable as it was in terms of the amount of charges back then it's now probably as unreliable going forward now with more charges because so many of them are out of action for a lot of the time it, you, it, it's every day you see a tweet from somebody who's had a failed charge on an ecotricity eco charger um but you don't see that from polar or instabolt or anybody else everybody else mm. seems to work the electric highway unfortunately i think have took the raft the ball and and um that's that's making life. Well, I think it, I think it's standing in, standing in the way now of, of the uptake actually for of EVs because pe people who want to get involved now are looking at it and thinking actually if all these people can't charge, I'm not going to be able to charge. Mm -hmm. So I'll stick with a petrol or a diesel. So yeah, I I I, I yeah, it's a it's it's actually a um, a note for a, for another rant on my show because I I do sometimes write an essay like when I have a thought that just you know is in my head i like to write it down and mm -hmm. i just write pages and pages and pages and then just throw it away because it's rubbish usually <laughs> but no, the, don't, uh, ever do don't ever throw it away we because we sometimes do that with video footage and everything actually we get it back out of the recycle bin it wasn't that bad <laughs> and we can make do first question i asked her was do you ever think about electric cars <laughs> Since, no. the way I, i've discovered you guys is um is I can't remember whether I, I, I can't remember what the process was, but yeah, I stumbled upon a video, you know how YouTube sometimes suggests things to you. Mm, I stumbled yeah. upon a video of UK servicing Tesla. Okay. Yes. And, and, um, uh, every time, every time I see somebody tinkering with a Tesla is usually somewhere in the U S. Yeah. So it was, it was strange, it was strange, but kind of like you, you did, you did the, the whole thing so effortlessly. And, you know, like as an engineer, I, I appreciate when people do things without, um, like when when it's effortless, so you you see that somebody's done it a few times yeah. before, and then they just they know what they're doing, and they're mm. not making a huge deal out of it. Yeah. So it was just it was just so even though I don't own a Tesla, it was it was amazing to watch somebody servicing a Tesla and just explaining it like, oh yeah, it's just easy, you just do this, do that, you know, <laughs> bish bash bosh, done. <laughs> I think we probably had a few outtakes, didn't we? Um, not many on that one, but we had probably a couple. <laughs> yeah, we, a couple of things got redone, and and it it doesn't always go to plan. The the under tray in particular on the rear, um, it 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 did not come out as swishly as it did on the video. I can tell you when it came out, loads of stones and I rubbish fell out as well. So we come on, we don't, don't, out, don't, don't break fourth wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> popped it back up and then uh, of course we pulled it out again and it's uh, it looked a whole lot more smooth than it actually was but, but so, yeah. <laughs> so you've mentioned that you guys had a you know you, you bought the, uh, the the leaf what was the like 
how did you transition to to Tesla? Like, how difficult was it? Um, and you know, what made you actually decide to to go for a Tesla? Um, I've got to say, it's James again. He um, came home one day and started talking about Teslas a lot, and um, you know, kept leaving hints around the house. And and uh, we talked about it for a long time. And then he booked us a holiday with a Tesla, just driving the Tesla again, the same journey we did with the Leaf, but in the te- in a Tesla, a rented Tesla. And it convinced me that how amazing that they um, that they are. And then within about three weeks, we had an order. So he won. And then we got the Tesla. And it's it's fantastic. It's a really good car. I mean, we loved our Leaf. And the day our Leaf drove off up the road, we I, I wanted to cry. I was a little bit sad about the Leaf going. and But now I'd be really sad if we lost the Tesla. I really would. It's such a good car. Effortless. It is. Isn't it? It is effortless. It's, it's an amazing car. Yeah. I think everybody should own a Tesla at some point. <laughs> I'd love to. The uh, the way my, my wife puts it is that well, basically, you know, um, yeah, I shouldn't be saying that on a podcast. I probably edited it. But the, <laughs> but the uh, um, before I got married, uh, or before I even started dating Marianne, I, um, I, I, I was thinking about getting a Tesla myself. Mm. I was like, besides, besides the leaf, it was the only car that I test drove that actually felt proper. Like, you know, yeah. didn't feel like it was just a afterthought or, you know, um, yeah. it just, and the garage was like, actually Leaf was the only um, non pure electric garage where I went in and they actually had a car to test drive like straight away. Yeah. Every, everybody close. else. Cause I, right. I, yeah, I didn't actually say, say that. But I, I, used to, I used to live in Belfast ages ago, um, as I mentioned before in the, um, and before I got my diesel car, um, which was the car that I had before the Leaf, I um, I was interested in um, what is it called? Um, they call it Volt in in the US, but the, with a V. You um, oh, on yeah. about the um, Opel Ampera? Yes, Opel Ampera. Yeah. Um, yeah. They the, so so I because I've been driving Vauxhalls since you know like uh, ages. I stuck to the same brand. Yeah, and the um, and I was interested in that car because it was it was different, and yeah. it, it it's got it, it uses something called um, is it um, it's it's a hybrid, but it uses uh, is it serial hybrid? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a range extender. Yeah. So it's, it's, but, it's, it's as far as hybrids are concerned, uh, one of my episodes is basically my essay about hybrids um yeah. where i just waffle on about hybrids and probably too fast <laughs> uh, i probably lost like you know quite a few people but uh but it, i just had to, to uh, i had to I, I had to get it out of me but my my favorite architecture when it comes to cars and i've admittedly i've never built a car in my life so i have no idea but the um but like from pure engineering electronics and and, and software and hardware engineering i understand that serial hybrid is like the most desirable um like the most perfect architecture because you have essentially an ev with a small enough batteries because obviously cost of the batteries and the weight of it is a, is a big problem on top of it you've got a, a small enough engine that's tuned just within certain parameters so it actually works very well with the, within those restricted parameters um it's more efficient that way because you you know you're you're burning less fuel you can charge it so it's, it ticks all the boxes as far as the hybrids are concerned um but it also has the the range, which is the the sort of the flip side of it, of an EV. So you can always just turn up to a petrol station, fill mm-hmm. it up, and just you know and drive off. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm 
So I, th- I thought it would be the perfect car to have. And I just went in and I asked the uh, the, the salespeople and they were all like, to be honest, it, you know, it's, it's sitting there. I'm not going to do a Belfast accent, but they said that it's just been sitting there for half a year. And nobody's been driving it, so it's dead. And nobody can restart it. Like there's no, no one in, in here who would know how to actually revive it. Mm. So we're waiting for somebody to come in from the headquarters or whatever, um, or head office. I, I can't remember what they say. To, to revive it and I was put off by that basically so yeah. you know, so it was it was two years after that that I um, test drove a few other things and uh, and I got the leaf because I could have well I could afford the leaf basically it was the you know the cost is the 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 the, the ultimate uh, thing but uh, what I got off on a tangent, sorry. Um, and I'm uh, and I'm talking about myself, which is a very bad thing when you have guests on. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> but, but let me just finish. yeah. So so I I I, uh, I I I I jokingly said the other day that uh, if, if we uh, oh, it was actually a Twitter from uh, a tweet tweet from Tesla asking what do you call your uh, your Tesla, and I said yeah. and I said that uh, you know mine's called wife said no. Excellent. But to be honest, is, 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 uh, as far as I'm concerned, but sort of in my with my sort of spending and and uh, and finances, you know, I, I just can't afford one at the, at the moment, um, especially Model S. And Model mm. Three is just coming in, um, mm. so we'll see how that how that you know. The, um, the other thing is that, and this is this isn't just me. Like the, the reason I'm talking about this is because you know I'm not unique in that circumstance. Uh, quite a few people in this country um, are just unable to afford something like Tesla Model S. It's not. It's mm-hmm. you know. It's it's even if you lease it, it's paying something like seven hundred pounds per month or more yeah. is just it's just beyond everybody's or most people's um, financials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know on top of it is the insurance and all that. So. I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to talk to people who are interested or who would be interested in cars like like the a used leaf, which you can pick up for six yeah. seven grand, and then you you can you can have an electric car. So, um, mm. and you know that there is a ma- massive market for it, as you as you probably know yourselves. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's probably more demand than uh, than supply, mm-hmm. in, especially in the in the second hand market, um, and right, which actually. This wasn't a very smooth segue, but the uh, <laughs> but I've watched your videos in, uh, we, you've recorded in, in France, I think, reviewing the Model Three. Um, yeah. So, so what is is that your next step? Are you gonna go, guys get a have you ordered a, a Model Three? We've um denied this, haven't we? Uh, we have. I'll let James explain. <laughs> so we we went and reviewed it, and it was it was a sort of a, a review for our channel, and it was a review for ourselves as well. We had seen the car. Uh, at the Edinburgh Service Centre, but not to drive. Um, and actually, when we when we looked at it as a family car, there were a few things that sort of put us off. Um, well, put Kate off. Um, not so much me. Um, the main thing was the door handles, because the door handles, um, you sort of have to roll your hand across it and then push your thumb in and pull it out. Um, and if you're if you've got something in your hand, which often Kate has, it being our daughter, or bags of shopping, or or anything, um, you either have to change hands, or change the side of the car, or it's or it's just awkward to do it. You have to turn your other hand upside down. Um, and, and we've been quite spoiled because Model S, you just walk up to it, and the door handles present, and you can hook it with your little finger, 
and because it's an electrical switch there's no cables inside it just opens the door so that makes life really easy mm. um the other thing was the uh the boot opening um wasn't quite what we wanted in terms of space it, there's enough room in the boot but it just with the tesla we, you can literally throw things in the back and it just they just land somewhere and you just shut the boot and that's it you don't have to worry about it um and also the front you weren't a massive fan of the front yeah it's the the model s i i think is beautiful I really do think it's a good-looking car, and the Model 3 just doesn't have quite the same impact for me. It's still a good-looking car. In fact, if we hadn't owned an S, I'd have thought it's stunning, but comparably, it's not as nice. And I know that shouldn't be an overriding factor when no. you're buying a car, <laughs> but... I- well, as, as somebody who drives a Leaf, I can't say much because <laughs> oh, apparently I love it's a... <laughs> well very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, it does look it does look a bit funny, but you know, yeah, the, the, I've seen worse looking cars in 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 my life basically, and oh, um, yeah. and um, if you look yeah. at something like Micra or uh, or um, Note, which have the same front, mm. they don't look as good as a, as a whole uh, yeah whereas leaf has you know like a, as an entire package it looks actually not bad yeah, yeah. yeah. the front is the uh, the sort of the, the bit that kind of, you kind of think mm. but you know the rest <laughs> of it the rest of it is not bad <laughs> and, i used but, to love it from the back i thought it was really nice from the back the uh the leaf it's it, yeah it's unusual basically it's you know it's yeah uh, um actually um fun fun fact i actually because it always throws people off i my car has the white interior as well just like the just like the um, you'll probably leave hat as well. So I, yeah. I quite often get people ask me at the uh, service stations like, "Is this the, the original Jap- Japanese build?" Because they think you know, you could. I don't know. I I I, I personally I prefer the bright interior. So um, so that's why I've ordered. Uh, I've yeah. since learned that actually it's it's harder to sell them if I was to ever sell this car. Really, <laughs> you might be surprised because okay. we we often get asked for a Sunderland a leaf with the japanese interior okay so and because it's made of recycled plastic um you can scrub it and you know where you get sort of the dirt along the armrest yeah. you can just scrub that with a nail brush and it doesn't damage the material but it get, comes clean really easily and it, it, it's quite bright My, mine's super clean so uh, well yeah mine is some obviously it's obviously you know there's a bit of a wear and tear after three and a bit years but yeah uh, mm. But it's 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 not bad. Um, so you, your your Tesla is the uh, the the one sort of after facelift, right? The um, yes, yeah. That's yeah. that's a very a very nice looking car. There's there's oh, the I didn't like. It, I tested over the Tesla and it was the one with a with a big sort of cone in the front, and I just didn't like that. I I, I thought you know it's a, I'm sure you can do better than, mm. <laughs> than yeah. that. It's definitely better now. Yeah, we think so. Yeah. Although I, I quite like the old one. The one that we uh, went to Scotland in was the old nose cone. Yeah, it? it was. And we've got a friend who's got an old yeah. pre-facelift one. But he's got a, what's he got, a P100? No. Who? Chris. Chris, uh, yeah, he's got a... A P90. Uh, no, what's he got? He's got a 90D. 90D. A 90D. So, you know, it might have the nose cone, but it's really fast. Yeah. yeah so. it's, it's still a Tesla. <laughs> when, when the Model 3 came out, with the announcement and all that, People were saying we're not quite sure about the um, the design, uh, and then you know once they started driving on the roads, people were, people were saying, "Oh well, never mind the pictures. It actually doesn't give it justice. It looks much better in person." 
Mm. Well, you're the first person who actually says, you know, actually it doesn't look so great in person, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is which is refreshing as well because I, you know, I. I uh, I know it's a Tesla, so I'm sure it drives. Like I always tell people, you know, who comment on the leaf not looking so great. I, I say, well, once you're inside, you don't know. Like it's just mm. it's a car. <laughs> um, you know, the inter- uh, to the driver, the interior matters more than the, than the externals. Yeah, I, I think. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's funny that you should say that. And and uh, and it's a good point about the the door handles because I, I we don't have a child, but the uh, but I do like the fact that I can have multiple things in my hand and I can just mm. tug the uh, the door on yeah. the leaf a little bit and then you yeah. know it does the sort of little clunk and it opens yeah. and I, just, I can feel that like in my hand um yeah. and obviously with the, like you said with the Tesla you just tug it a little bit and it and it unlocks so you can just mm. um, effortlessly kind of open it um I wonder why they did it that, the way they did it in um in the Model yeah. 3 because I presume the, the the sort of the door handles on the Model S they're not that expensive to to put in as a, as a part but I'm sure they had a reason, like to you mm-hmm. know, uh, lower the cost and and increase the uh, the production yield. They are, they are quite expensive, actually. The door handle, well, they are to purchase as a as a owner, um, but they're actually very cheap to repair. The repairs are quite easy. It's only a micro switch inside, and that's the the component that usually uh, fails on them. Um, but I think the problems that they had with them initially, because they had quite a few problems, have sort of steered them away from that going forward. Whereas, to be honest. I'd have just, just gone for a normal door handle. I'd have been happy. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the same Sorry. with the... Uh, how do you, what do you call the, the, the sort of the, the the type of the car that has the the window that kind of drops down a little bit when you open the door? The, um, you know, the, uh, yeah, frame, oh. frame, frameless. Frameless, so yeah. They, they, they seem to be using that everywhere. Frameless. I don't know why yeah. they stick to it, because obviously not having that would be the, the ultimate simplicity, which... You yeah. think that will that's what they're striving for. Um Yeah. I'd I'd be happy with a normal door. Yeah, you know, I, I would be. I I mean we we've just had a, a week with the Kia E Nero and that had normal doors, uh, you know, normal windows, normal door handles, mm. and it was managing four and a half, five miles per kilowatt hour at seventy, seventy five miles an hour. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I think well if they can do it, if Kia can do it. Tesla should definitely be able to do it because they've been building electric cars for many years longer. Mm. And Kia have literally just got an, an EV powertrain and chucked it into a nice car. They haven't made it. They've not built a car from the ground up like like Tesla have. So I think Tesla should be really concentrating on bringing the prices down, the cost down. And just it's nice to have them little fandangle bits, but actually people want a car. Mm. that's what people want and so you know having normal door handles normal normal door frames and things like that is a necessity as well but it's part of it being a car Mm. so and i think they need to steer towards that a little bit more so hopefully the model y will have normal doors normal door handles and it will perform like a car but an electric one i i I think it uses similar things to uh, or design choices to uh, model 3 just because they've already designed it so from what i've seen it's it's the same, you know, odd shaped uh, door handle, which I I I've never I've never seen Model Three in person, so I have no idea what the, you know I would feel like. But I do think I, I would get used to it very quickly. But like you say, it will be often a, a strange sort of it. It will be an issue basically. I would have to think, okay, well I, I need to drop everything I have in my hands just to open mm. the doors. Yeah, it's the angle you had to come out for me. You had to be. I can't even work. I can't even explain it. But you had to be at a certain angle to press the handle in to pull it out. If you came in from the the front end of the car, you couldn't open the door. You could, no, it was it was all very awkward to do it. Yeah, 
you, yeah. yeah, you could, but you'd have to like twist. And if you've got stuff yeah. in your hands, it was just not doable. So, but there's that's, lots of good things about it, though. Wasn't and that's there? why we don't own a Tesla Model Three <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> the door maybe, handles. <laughs> maybe a second car. <laughs> Don't put that. In, we, don't we, put that in his head. <laughs> we, we, we've ordered another one actually. We've ordered a different EV, so we, we we're probably going to keep the Tesla. We were going to sell it, but we're going to keep that now, I think. And um, we've got an order in for another one, so that should be here in September. Ooh, exciting! Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, looking, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> is it a surprise then? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? No, no. It's no. It's no secret. Everybody knows that we've ordered an MG EZS. Oh yeah, I've I've heard a lot about it. I. I've, I, yeah, I was talking to people on the on the on the um, UK electric cars group, group or one of those groups. I'm on multiple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And somebody was mentioned that uh, mentioned that they used to work at MG uh, before they they started, um, you know, even thinking about EVs. And before, because yeah. because they're owned by a Chinese company nowadays, mm-hmm. so yes. a lot of engineering goes on and manufacturing goes on in in China. Um, yeah. So they obviously like he he either, either that person either left or or or. Uh, or was made redundant because they were moving things over to China, basically. So yeah. um, he didn't get to participate in that program, but he obviously owns an EV now, so um, mm. they're missing out. <laughs> um, so did you guys test drive, test drive that as well? Um, I, I must have, because I'm I don't watch things on YouTube all the time, so I miss loads of things. Um, so apologies, but <laughs> oh, you, you should do. You should keep up with our channel every day. <laughs> but, um, no, we haven't test driven it yet because uh, apparently there's only one in the country. So the we know somebody who has driven it, and he assured us that it's very good. Um, he's an EV owner himself, and we've seen pictures, various reviews from China and other places. Um, but we won't see it here until probably August for for a test drive. So, mm-hmm. so in reality, it's it, we're sort of taking a bit of a risk with it. But at the end of the day, we can after we've test driven it. If we don't like it, we can say no thanks, and we can we can have our deposit back. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I, th- I think in the UK you're allowed a, a couple of weeks after the delivery, yes. the pull-off period, basically. So you can yes. just say no. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that. Interesting. Uh, is it? Is it as cheap as they said? Because they, uh, um, I think, the announcement says something about twenty-eight thousand pounds, like or twenty-nine thousand pounds, like the top range uh, version or top yeah. trim, um, which sounded interesting. But you know, I've never, I've never owned an MG in my life as a, as a sort of brand, so I have no idea yeah. what to expect. I wouldn't like go for it just because it's MG. <laughs> mm. No, um, I haven't actually. Have you? Uh, yes, yes, I have. You did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did have an MG, a petrol one, a long time ago. Long, so, long time ago. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> what, what made you go for an MG instead of, say, e Nero or uh, or other cars like that? Well, the e Nero, which is the one we've just we've just had for a week, is really, really nice, but it's so much more expensive. It was thirty three. Was it thirty three? Uh, I think it was thirty three after the grant. After the grant, yeah. So, so it's a lot more expensive and. I don't know. What what would have stopped us getting the Euro? Uh, an eighteen month waiting time. And that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's another sort of rant for me to like probably put in a show because what I don't like about the uh, the car manufacturers is that um, they they just make make it a a, a version of their uh, the car. I, what I love about Leaf is that it's built to be an EV from ground up. Mm. Obviously, yeah. you know, as a car manufacturer, they have to reuse some of the parts and things like that. Um, from other other 
uh, uh, cars in their um, or versions of their cars. But as a, as a, as an entire car, it's it's just through and through an EV. And I would love yeah. somebody like like Kia or um, or other car manufacturers just to say, okay, well, we're going to reserve this model just to be an EV, and it's not going to yeah. be a funky looking, you know, spaceship like uh, mm. <laughs> car that's going to stand out in, on the road, and it's just going to be like everyone's going to be you know, looking at what, what what's that. Um, that's but it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just I, what I like. I, I like the fact that Nissan actually stuck to it, but they, I think they seem they they seem to have lost the the, the sort of the steam. Uh, you know they mm-hmm. they used to lead if you look at any sort of sales figures from the last couple of years they used to lead um the sales of EVs because obviously Nissan was uh, leaf was was a uh, was a thing that they were pushing for and um and uh, if you go to <clears throat> to if I, if I go to my local garage now um Nissan garage they don't even have one on display in the inside in the showroom um they do have a they still have a rapid chargers and all that but they uh, but they kind of seem I, I think it differs obviously between garages, but they they seem to have lost the 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 lead on the on the mm-hmm. on the EV. And I, in, especially in the UK, I don't think there is any any other car manufacturer that actually, apart from Tesla, obviously, who pushes for just EVs. Where you mm-hmm. you know you can't just walk into um, I don't know um, Renault garage and have a Zoe in, in mm-hmm. on display. Um, I I I think well I, I wish this uh, uh, has obviously shifted a little bit. I'm I'm. I might be a pessimist, but I, you know, um, I don't like the fact that you can't just walk into a garage nowadays and just buy, like I did with the Leaf, just put the deposit down and just buy the newest, greatest, latest, uh, mm. and just get it delivered in six weeks. Maybe it's still true with with Nissan because uh, you know they seem to be producing loads of them, but the demand isn't there because the because uh, the yeah I I don't know I don't know what it is like. What do you guys think? Like, what is the in your opinion? What is the current kind of state of uh, of the market? Mm-hmm. We actually had that discussion the other day with somebody, and I can't remember who it was, about how you want to be able to walk into a dealership and see and buy an electric car. And that's one of the main things that's putting people off is that waiting time, isn't it, to get them. And yeah. and I think people that um, manufacturers are just shooting themselves in the foot with that, really, because people do want things now. That That's never going to change. If they make a decision, they want it now, don't they? And if they can't, then they're going to go and get something else. So... I don't know. Who was it? We can't remember who it was. Um, it was in the last few days. We had that very discussion. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, a, it's a very popular subject, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. What, what do you think What do you think is making uh, somebody like Kia or um, what's the other manufacturer that... Um, uh, Hyundai. Hyundai. That, you know, they have, they have very long um, lead times when it comes to ordering cars. Do you think it's... It, do you think they knew before they went into it or did you think they underestimated the demand okay so um yeah they, so they're deliberately not making them at the rate they they can do and they're, they're blaming it on battery supplies which is um which is completely unfounded because there's no issues with battery supplies at all um the reason is is because if they sell too many of those it, encro- it encroaches on the sales of their other vehicles and actually, there's more profit in internal combustion cars. So the the amount of profit that you get out of an EV is substantially less than what you get out of a uh, internal combustion car and after sales as well, because the servicing is minimal. So when it comes to what you can charge a customer on servicing for the next three or four years, it's going down and down and down. And actually, if you ask a company, do you want to make more money or less money, they're going to choose more. So um, I think they've closed the order books now for the Kona and for the e 
So the 18-month waiting, they've got so many orders, they think, well, actually, we've got too many. So actually, these people could potentially be buying a diesel or a petrol version of another car that they manufacture and making them more money, whereas now they're, they're at a point where they're, they're actively losing money in comparison to an internal combustion car. So that's the reason they're doing that. Um, they have got other EVs in the pipeline on a, um, a different platform, an EV platform, on a skateboard type platform, which everybody's uh, doing. Um, and so, th so that will come, but the, they can't. A, a manufacturer can't just swap. It's very, very difficult. But manufacturers have been making cars for hundreds of years, and to say to them, "Okay, you've got to make EVs from tomorrow," they would just, they would just go bust. They wouldn't be able to do it. Um, Fortunately, um, my job is I work in powertrain on electric vehicles, so I understand the uh, the, the way that uh, batteries are made. And when you talk about a battery being made, it's actually very, very difficult. So it has substantially less parts, moving parts anyway, than an internal combustion engine, but it's it's really difficult. It has to go through a lot of testing, testing in the form of having dust put on it, submersion, vibration crash tests, um, all sorts of different commissioning, uh, voltages and resistance and impedance has to be absolutely perfect. And if it's not, it needs to be made perfect. So just because there's a high risk with it, if something goes wrong. So um, the, the companies are changing, but they can't change instantly. So you, there was another question you asked earlier, and that was another, another vehicle manufacturer where you, can, where you can walk in and buy an electric car and you can, if you walk into Jaguar, you can have an iPace within a week. That's true. Yeah, because yeah. they've probably manufactured more than uh, than they can sell. But um, I've actually, I've, I've never test driven one. Uh, it's a long story, but the, we, we now have a garage pretty much around the corner. It used to be in Seven Oaks, but they moved to Tunbridge. Uh, um, a Jaguar. Yes, Jaguar, Jaguar garage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you if you walk around... Uh, the garage. That I don't think I haven't seen any iPaces outside. There's loads of Land Rovers and and things like that. Um, yeah. But the, the the main issue that I'm I'm having with iPace is is the is the price tag. Yeah. It's, so it's still a very expensive car. Um, yeah. And I think I, I I I don't know why. Obviously, uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's reasons. But the uh, uh, but for the price of the a new Leaf. You could get, you know, an F Pace and and some other or or, or a Range Rover, Rover. Um, yeah. and and you know you have to double, triple that price to uh, tack to uh, to buy a, a, an I Pace or, or actually double yeah. it, um, which doesn't seem to be very fair. Which is probably why they're not selling too many of them. Um, yeah. like, uh, they are, they, they are, uh, they are selling actually quite well. Okay. They've got, yeah, they are, they're they're doing quite well sales, and I, I can sort of explain a little bit about why that is. Um, the, the car's not manufactured in this country, it's manufactured in Graz, um, and the battery is supplied by somebody else. And the reason for that is because Jaguar at the time needed to build an EV, but they didn't have a facility to build batteries or powertrains, EDUs, and all, all the gubbins that go into an electric car they couldn't build. So they had to get have the car commissioned and made somewhere else. So everything was designed at Whitney and Coventry, and then that design was then taken over to Austria, where, it was, where it's manufactured and it is manufactured now. Um, so there's an element of transport factored in there, the element of cost and the fact that they're using a lot of third party suppliers to build the car. So they're not in control of the components from start to finish. So they can't they can't sort of hone the process, whereas with when they're making engines, 
they they've got the whole process from when they get the part to where it's machined and then it basically gets put into the car they've got that whole process they they're relying on other people so um it's quite an expensive process to do that however going forward the next range of evs that come out of jaguar land rover will be made by them and they'll be made in the uk all of it interesting like that sounds like something i should probably get you on the podcast again you know just talk about that those things because i I'm, I, i've sort of deliberately didn't ask you like even though you're wearing you know an obvious yeah, <laughs> yeah. people on the podcast can't can't see it obviously <laughs> yeah yeah sure, but sure. um but because i knew that once we get into those things it's, it's uh, you know it's a couple of hours yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. that's a skoda <laughs> <laughs> yes and the vw and underneath it yeah actually yeah. actually um uh, i yeah, um, they've invited quite a lot of people from from the sort of local area to look at the uh, the iPace when it came out. We couldn't yeah. test drive it back then because it was literally okay. just like a you know a, a showcase or showpiece model driving around. But mm-hmm. I love the design. I love the design of it. It looks amazing, like as a car. It's very nice. Um, Personally, the front I think is nice. The sides nice. The door handles are too low. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and the interior is uh, too fussy. Yeah, just because it's got that split, it's got a split um, infotainment kind of system we're, thing going on. We disagree on this. We, yeah. I think I the iPad is beautiful inside. It's I an didn't. amazing car to drive. It's okay. It is amazing. <laughs> I haven't test driven, test driven one because I what what got me into the getting the Leaf as opposed to um, I think the Contender was the E Golf, uh, which mm. they didn't have available for test drive, uh, yeah. which was one of the reasons why I didn't want to even wait for a test drive. Uh, is the fact that the um, the approach that the garage had to to test driving an EV? Because uh, I you know I, I didn't come into the garage as a sort of oh I am an engineer I I know loads about electronics and I can figure things out. I I, I was like well tell me something about it like I was you know receptive to um, to everything and and the uh, the Nissan person uh, a they they had two or three salesmen who were just purely about EVs so they were. Uh, not purely, but they were, that was their uh, speciality. They 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 mm. were trained very well in that, and they drove uh, Leafs every day, so they knew ins and outs of them. Mm. And um, and the second thing, which actually I think is like, especially when it comes to to EVs, is it cannot be understated. Is the uh, the garages should let people test drive the cars for a couple of days, mm. just hand mm. the keys. Obviously, you know, there's legalities and things like that in there, but give it to people for for a weekend yeah uh, just let them ha- let, let them just go because uh, um i i i i had the leave for two days and then i um i found a company in london that was renting le- uh, leaves and i got myself one for a week because i i wanted to test drive it more yeah uh, and and i think i i in that leave that i got from the 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 company uh, it was a twenty-four hour, uh, uh, twenty-four kilowatt hour leave, and I drove it to Leicester and back because I have some friends in in Leicester or near Leicester, uh, yeah. and back just to like just to get an idea of what it would be like to do a, a um, and mm. you know a, a trip somewhere, um, and we went with uh, with Marianne to um, to a pub in Surrey, in the leave as well just to see what you know how how it's going to feel like uh, mm. to actually yeah. drive it as a. Uh, as a couple you know somewhere just similar yeah. to, to what you guys did uh that mm. kind of gives you the feeling and so yeah. I, I, i've been hesitant to approach the uh the 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 uh the jaguar garage 
uh, for a test drive because I know he's just you know they're gonna give me let me drive it for ten minutes and that's it I'm not gonna get much out of it. Um, yeah. And and I'm 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 not sure somebody like like a I probably couldn't afford the uh, the current iPace because again it's a sort of Tesla ish price range and it's just too mm. much for me. And yeah. B, um, because it's a first gen car, I. I tend to not liking uh, liking things that are first gen because I know from my own perspective is you know um, you as a manufacturer you're still learning loads of things so you you know it's, you're con- obviously I'm sure they've done loads of um, iterations in in house iterations uh, before they've released this model but once you give it to people to test that's a completely different environment it, yeah. it's it's, it's what, what, uh, yeah um what we used to call a hostile environment because you literally just give it to somebody to like do whatever with yeah. <laughs> and you just don't know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I yeah that's probably a, like, like not very nice way to call your customers but the uh, I, I used to work in security so that's what we used to call things you give it to, to people yeah we used to call it a hostile environment because again they could do whatever <laughs> yeah um uh so yeah so i would yeah i i think going forwards i think manufacturers and should should do that um even if it's just like a rental program you just know somebody has to pay uh just similar to what we have in milton Keynes, where you have the uh, ev experience center yeah you pay you know 50 60 quid and you get a car for a day yeah Um, obviously i think it will be it will have to be cheaper uh than that because that you know if if, if i was to test drive an ipace for a weekend say uh, and i have to i had to pay 200 quid for it that's that's a bit too much just to test drive Mm. the car um um, I don't know what you guys think about that, but you know. Well, we've said we said for a long time, didn't we? When we first did our test drive from a Nissan garage, we did another one, didn't we? After yeah. John's, yeah. we were like, we need you need an extended test drive, and we asked, and we got one, didn't we? Yeah, four days. We got four days, but and we we have done that a few times, and we've asked asked companies, and we're like, can we just have an extended test drive? Not saying anything about reviewing it or anything, but just wanting one. And they have agreed, but you always just have to ask. But not every company is going to do that, are they? No, Tesla didn't do that. But that, that was one now, of the though, things. Yeah, that was one of the things we said was we because we rented a Tesla for a week and it was one thousand four hundred pounds. Wow. Incidentally, where did you rent your leaf from? What was the name of the company? Um Europe Car. Oh, Europe Car. Okay, because there's a company called Three FEV, which is sort of down your way. They're at the Rygate, um, and they they Three FEV, and that's that's where we rented our Tesla from. But they rent Leafs, and they've got a Kona as well. So they've got a few other EVs if you're interested in borrowing one. Um, but we we paid yeah nearly fifteen hundred pound for a week, mm. and the reason we had to pay that is because Tesla wouldn't lend us one for a, for a few days. So like I, I think that what tesla do and nowadays at least they i don't know if they've, they've always done it but the uh you could buy a, you could buy the car of them and you could return it within 14 days or whatever and and mm. actually recently elon musk even said somewhere that you know he wouldn't mind people uh buying the car just to have a extended test drive and then hand it in, back in because because in, in his opinion um uh, people are not going to do that once they uh they test drove yeah. it for long enough so yes um but that's not that's not yeah that's not a very good way to actually uh test a car and you know um like, yeah it's a, too much paperwork basically <laughs> yes yeah it's it, it's good though so i think you said a thousand miles didn't you or a month yes for the yeah. so yeah. if you didn't like it you could take it back so yeah uh, you know what if you that that says something to me as a consumer if the company's prepared to do that then actually i might think well you know i'm prepared to take the car 
they're quite confident because no other company is doing it are they you can't go to Volkswagen and say look I'm going to take it and then I might bring it back in a month and you're going to give me all my money back you know nobody else is doing that so Elon's got a good work ethic and a good angle ethos yeah it'll be interesting to see how many people do take him up on that offer yeah, I don't just think have a nice that. month's test drive and then hand it back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he would be prepared to answer that question. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't think many, though. I don't think Hopefully many. Not. No, I think, um, I think that um, there'll, be, there'll be plenty who, once they get that car, they'll fall in love with it very quickly. Mm. It's beautiful to drive. It, it's, it's fantastic to drive. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like, it, it, I, I can't explain how good it is. It's so good. Mm. It's I, so I, so I only test drove a Tesla once ages ago before I got the Leaf. Um, and um, actually, we, um, you, you know, the Polar experience, um, the yeah. Polar, Polar network experience. So mm-hmm. I've been bidding on a, on a Model S for quite a long time. We we yeah. got the Zoe before two years ago. Um, yeah. And, you know, I didn't quite like it, to be honest. Um, but it's an acquired taste. Um, yeah. Uh, but I finally got to win... Uh, Model S for a week, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have it for uh, sort of the end week of June, I think. Uh, Don't uh, do it! Don't do it! You'll want it. You'll want it. <laughs> so That's what you did to me, and now look at me. <laughs> so we're planning a trip somewhere up north, probably Scotland or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Go to Strathy. But Strathy's beautiful. I I I had a look at the uh, the map of of um, rapid chargers or rapid chargers, uh, superchargers in the in the UK and there aren't there aren't too many, so I do hope that they give us um, uh, a Chadmo adapter with it or something mm. like that. Um, I think they do, but but you know what? If you need one, just come past ours on the way up and you can borrow ours. <laughs> sure, <laughs> no worries. But, but you you you're okay for uh, superchargers sort of like going north. You've got one in Aviemore now, which is mm. which is quite north. I mean, you're talking just below Inverness there. So, in fact, no, above above Inverness. Yes, Abbey, it's Yeah, it's above Inverness. Inverness. Is it? Uh, no, it's not below Inverness. Below Inverness. But you, you, you're well catered for for charging. We we did it. It was fine, yeah. honestly. It was so easy. Really easy. Really I'm sure easy. it's easy. It's just for somebody who drives a, a, a Leaf, you kind of yeah. look at the network and you think, hmm, is that going to be good enough? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm sure with a battery big enough, you just end up, uh, you know, charging overnight basically just plug yeah. it into the local post or whatever or find a, a destination charger yeah yeah, as well. yeah that's yeah. that's something we do yeah. okay yeah we can recommend a very good b&b with a destination charger <laughs> yes we can and it's beautiful it's a beautiful area yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 uh i'll ask you guys you know closer to because we haven't planned anything yet we just uh because i I'm, I'm a freelancer so i can take the time off but marianne yeah. works uh works for um uh, uh, for a place in London, so she, you know, she has to actually, she has to actually take the leave. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, for coming up on on Take Your Leave, and uh, um, you know, I hope, I hope we get to chat some other time because there's probably loads of things we can talk about. Definitely. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you, and good thank luck you. with the rest of your podcasts. We, we, do, we do have a Renault Zoe as well, so we don't just have a Tesla because most people go, "Ah, oh, Tesla, Tesla." Well, we've got a Zoe, so um, yeah, we. Um, Which rattles and bangs. It does. It's awful. <laughs> well, it's such a, cra- a crappy bee. It's really bad. It, 
I, I was dis- I was I was disappointed personally in it because it, it just feels very plasticky and cheap inside, and um, I didn't like the sort of tinny sound of it. Like no, it that's what we say. Yesterday, she shut the door and she went, "Oh my god, it just makes such a horrible noise when you shut the door. It sounds like a baked bean tin." <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Basically, basically, the the the, the idea was that uh, my wife was supposed to test drive it and see what she thinks about it because we thought yeah. if we get a second car. If we ever need a second car, then the Zoe yeah. would be a nice enough run around, run around, and it probably would be. But it's just, yeah. it, I wouldn't want to have it as a as a main car, which is probably why we have not thirty kilo at our leaf. Uh, you know, the range is like hundred and something miles if you drive fifty five miles on an hour on the motorway, um, and uh, it's just I do sometimes trips to Aberystwyth and. And it would be nice to just get in, into something that actually has a bit more range so I can stop yeah. t- once on the way instead of three times. Um, mm. That's sure. And um, so I, I, I did think maybe we should switch this for a Zoe, but I just didn't like it. Uh, that's why we didn't swap for uh, for the uh, 43 kilo at our Zoe, which probably has, you know, not double, but nearly double the range of, of the of this leaf. Mm. But it's just... Yeah, I can't really because we don't need the room. Like the leaf is massive. I had, I had quite a few friends. Yeah. I had quite a few friends. Um, uh, I actually had a very good friend of mine from Poland visiting me the other day, um, and he his comment was like, "This is massive." He was expecting a car basically a size of a uh, uh, of an uh, you know VW up or something like that. Because yeah. yeah. when you look at the pictures and it, it, because it's an EV, everyone assumes it's going to be a tiny car. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's no. absolutely massive. It's it's the size yeah. of a golf, basically. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you're just gonna um, shift the Zoe basically for the for the uh, MG. The MG, yes, yeah. yeah. The, the the Zoe when we bought it, we bought it for uh, four thousand pounds. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really cheap, but it's worth now about six thousand. So um, because I've gone up, so that's that's nice. That's, Couple of thousand pounds. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Not going to complain. No, we'll, we'll use that against the, the MG. So, uh, yeah. It was Caden James. What do you guys think? Um, if you have any comments, you know, positive, negative, improvements, ideas, or you want to be featured on the uh, episode of Take It Easy. Please give us a shout out. Uh, it's takeitev at gmail.com, um, facebook.com slash takeitev, or on Twitter at takeitev. And as always, I hope you're fantastic and I hope you uh, you enjoyed the uh, this episode and, you know, stick around. Subscribe, spread the word, let everybody know. Thank you. Bye-bye.